and welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and joining me is Tyler. What's up, dude? Not much. Got some hot dog in my belly, and I'm ready to podcast. I wonder why they call them hot dogs. I, I've always wondered that, and never. I never did the research because I don't want to be horrified. No, yeah, I never, never understood that either. Um, yeah, because there's no dog in it. I that you not. know of. I hope not. Yeah, <laughs> but then again, what do you know is in there? Uh, isn't it like a bunch of like pig ass or some shit? I don't know, man. It's a bunch of grinded up stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It tastes yeah. good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. gross though. Yeah. Oh man, Tyler. I don't know how to. I'm just gonna have to talk about it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to talk about the reason. I do not have a PlayStation 5 right now, if you will, join me on this story, this journey. Okay, so last week I believe we covered on this podcast that I had successfully put a PlayStation 5 in a shopping cart yep. and checked out. Correct. Ant Online. From Ant Online, yes. Yeah. Which I This is the first time I had ever done business with them mm-hmm. first experience with ant online and uh, that is not to say that any of the following things are their fault necessarily but i just need it to be out there because this is how it goes at the time of recording last week i was like oh god i hope i don't get an email saying they oversold mm-hmm. i instead Which, i mean yes w- well with how these consoles are that wouldn't be surprising if that happened Yes. So, yeah. yeah, definitely. So later that day, hallelujah, I get a shipping tracking number. Wow. Whew, this thing's on its way. Mm-hmm. So I go and click that. It's through UPS. Mm-hmm. All right. Signature required. So I'm thinking, oh, hell yeah, they're not just going to fucking dump this on my, on the, on my front doorstep. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, we're in business. We're in business, okay? Even if I miss this delivery, they'll come back another time and make sure I get it. Yeah. Fast forward to Tuesday, June 29th. That morning, I have a job interview. So I'm 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 on a high that day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Whew. Get that job interview out of the way. We'll see if I get that." That's cool. And my PlayStation 5 is supposed to arrive today, but Because of my work schedule, I'm out most of the afternoon. Right. So, I order myself some Neato Burrito on the way to work. Yeah. So, I have to leave about 10 minutes earlier than I normally would have. Mm -hmm. Fine. I had a fine day at work that day. Mm -hmm. It was okay. But during the day at work, on one of my breaks, I check my phone. I check the tracking number. And it says they delivered that package. It says that I signed for that package. And when I come home Tuesday night, There's... let me tell you, <laughs> nothing was there. Yeah. Nothing. Mm. So what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I submit a ticket to Ann Online telling them I did not receive that package. That I was not home to sign for that package. Right. Two days passes, they don't say a damn word. They don't say anything. Mm-hmm. 
So, on that second day of waiting, I submit a ticket to UPS directly. Telling them that I did not sign for this package. I was not home to sign for that package, and it required a signature to be delivered. Mm -hmm. And their investigation takes less than a day, and they say, nope, everything we did was right. We, we did what we were supposed to do. We got the signature. We delivered the package. Despite me knowing for a goddamn fact that I was not home yeah. to sign for that package. Right. So someone's lying to me. Right. Someone's lying to me. Either, either a neighbor or someone was just hanging around my door by the, when that package happened to be delivered and was like, yeah, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm Frank. And they signed for it and took it. Or the driver released it without a signature and then someone took it. Mm-hmm. Or the driver saw that I wasn't there. Checked that I wasn't there. I don't know how this thing's packaged. I don't know if it's obvious or not. Maybe he knows that it's a PlayStation 5. Maybe. Because I, I have not had a problem with people stealing packages off my right. front doorstep yeah. at all. Yeah. Right. So maybe this driver knows. And they they noticed I wasn't home that day. They knocked on my door. They couldn't get a signature. And they think to themselves, I can flip this for a thousand bucks. Yeah. I'm not saying that's what happened. Yeah. I'm not saying what's, that's what's happened. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. But in this process, no one has been helpful at all mm-hmm. to the point where I believe Tuesday morning I'm going to storm into the UPS office over there on Enterprise Road. Yeah. And I'm going to tell them all the facts, everything I know. And if they cannot decide that someone did something wrong, there's something fucked up here. Oh, yeah. A crime has been committed against me. Yeah, seriously. And it's yeah. and UPS is complicit in this crime. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if it says signature required, then... Yeah, that's fucked. It's it's definitely fucked. And it's also it's not like it's like you ordered something that was twenty dollars like this. Yes, that, that's very this is expensive. a seven hundred dollar PlayStation Five bundle. Yeah, that has been taken from me. Right. Yeah, you're out seven hundred dollars, which is a lot of money. I mean, that's that's up. pretty much a paycheck for my current job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. Yeah, I feel bad. Oh my gosh. Uh, that would drive me crazy. So, I I don't know where I go from here other than maybe trying to go directly to the office. Mm-hmm. Trying to hash something out because I need to figure out what the hell happened here. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And Nan Online hasn't gotten back to you at all? No, not at all. I submitted a support ticket that night when I noticed it wasn't there. Uh-huh. And they, they they say they typically respond to support tickets within one to two business days. Didn't happen. Right. I'm not sure if they're just flooded, if, if they get a lot of requests, especially if they just send out a shipment a bunch of PS5s. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I just, I don't know where the hell my PS5 is at. Right. And I'm pissed. Yeah. That's fucked up. Absolutely. It'd be shitty if, like, your neighbor next door is sitting there playing a brand new PlayStation 5 and stole it off you or something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's shitty no matter how you slice it, but, 
That's fucked up. It should up, have man. never been released in the first place. That package no. should still be in a UPS truck waiting to be delivered to me directly. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah, when I saw that too, I was wondering if it was not um, like put in another box. You know what I mean? Because when I first got my PS5, Target was initially saying that they weren't going to uh, put it in another box. Like, mm-hmm. it was going to just be an exposed PS5. I'm like, oh, fuck no. You know, someone's going to steal that. So, hopefully that didn't happen to you. You know what I mean? But, uh, but thing because is, it's a bundle. It's a bundle. I would expect yeah. it all to be in one package Definitely. in its own box. But perhaps, perhaps people have caught on. Perhaps the pirates have caught on. And maybe Ant Online has their own special boxes with their own logo on it. Hmm. Yeah. And maybe know. they just know what size that package is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There would be pirates, Tyler. Yeah. There would be pirates. Someone fucked you over, man. And let me tell you, I'm a shark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I-, I hope you can get it worked out. Or... Get another one sent to you. I don't fucking know anything. That's that's a shame. It's super super shitty. Yeah, yeah. Needless to say, I was not very motivated to play very many video games this week, Tyler. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I spent the week pissed. Mm-hmm. So what have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a Series S. Oh, did you? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I didn't even look when I came in. Yeah, it's sitting right underneath the TV. It's a little small, small little box. Cool. Um, I was slightly worried when I got home and was opening that up because my Amazon box was all fucked up and open on one side. So I was like, uh, <laughs> did someone try to get in this thing? But the actual package of the box itself was fine. Uh, luckily, so yeah, I've mostly been just kind of fucking around with that thing. It's it's a cool little machine for what it is, um, you know. I mean, yeah, the hard drive space isn't the greatest, but I do I did end up getting like nine games on it. I still have over a little over hundred gigs left, so works out. But it's been fun to just dip back into some Halo and Gears, and you know, the thing runs really quick with load times and. The quick resume stuff's pretty sweet, and yeah, I mean, it's a cool, cool little machine. I mean, you can tell, you know, playing on a 4K TV, and the games are only at, like, 1080, you can kind of tell a little bit. Sometimes things look a little fuzzy, but still, like, I I played through the Gears 5 Hive but they did, um, which was a lot of fun, but there was moments there I was like, man, this just looks stunning. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's a cool machine. I mean... <laughs> It's going to sound weird, but when I turned it on, I was like, it's an Xbox. Mm -hmm. Because it's so similar to the Xbox One in terms of, like, interface. And, I mean, it is definitely smoother in a lot of ways, but, but it you know, it it has that look with it. Um, So it's not entirely new, but it is still nice. If you would have told me to, because the PS5 is the same way of, like, uh, you know, 10 years ago when we get consoles you're going to literally plug it in and you're not going to touch the controller at all to set it up mm. i would have been like you're fucking crazy because you know i guess when you got your series x did you just set it up through your phone yeah, you know yeah. i mean it's it's so slick how that stuff operates 
I love it. I mean, it's just, it's made that whole experience so much easier. Yeah. So, yeah, just playing around with that thing. And then um, I have played some more Yakuza Like Dragon. Awesome. I am into Chapter 12. Woo, you're getting in there. You're getting towards the end of that. I know. I am. Yeah, it's it's going places. Um, ran into a character... In, from Ichiban's past, who's kind of running, um, you know, co-founded one of the organizations in the game, and uh, you know, you're learning some pretty interesting stuff about him, and really like kind of uh, intense cutscenes with him that I've really, really enjoyed. That whole whole story arc and twists and turns, and um, lots of other cool characters in the story. I'm yeah, the story of this game is just fucking awesome. It really is. Um, really fun, uh, fun boss fights too. Like the one boss fight, you're like fighting, uh, fuck, what it is? Like a wrecking ball, uh huh, <laughs> sort yeah. of thing. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. I fought like a sumo wrestler with some of the side quests. I've been doing a lot more of those now that I, like I said last week, was a fucking idiot and didn't realize they were all marked or number them were marked on a map. So it's been kind of cool of just being like my um, next main objective is over here. I'm going to hit these three stories on the way. And so I've done a lot more of those. Did the one, uh, it's called like a love worth fighting for. Okay. Um, with kind of the uh, the soup kitchen and all that, and, and those two characters that kind of were falling in love, and that took a seriously dark twist oh, at yeah. the end that I was not anticipating. I was like, whoa, holy crap. Um, and then a couple couple other ones have been uh, pretty good as well. Um, doing the one right now with, like, the, the, the tree and the persimmon. Mm-hmm. Uh, fruit or whatever. Um, did the one with the little girl that was raising money for her brother, I think, and her surgery and everything. So, lots of lots of really good uh, sub stories that I've uh, really enjoyed, and you know the roster of characters that you get expanding in some pretty cool ways. And yeah, it's it's a great game. The one thing I gotta do is I just I feel like I've been kind of using the same weapons for a while because I crafted them yeah. and they were like super duper OP for a long time. But not that I'm like struggling, but I, you know, it's getting to the point where um, there's some pretty tough fights every once in a while, and so so I gotta craft some weapons or upgrade some stuff, and um, yeah, it's cool. Uh, who did you? When you got, I don't really want to spoil mm. anything. I guess I was mm. going to ask you who who you ran with in your party, because oh. um, at some point you know it, it expands beyond yeah. four yeah. characters, and you kind of get to choose and everything. It's a little Pokemon like mm. almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's spoilers there. There are. There are spoilers. There, there, there. definitely are. So. So yeah, we'll have to maybe talk more spoilery when I finish the game. But yeah, I'm loving it. I'm full steam ahead. Just yeah. wanting to finish this game. So uh, mostly just because the, the story's just really good. I want to see where it, where it wraps up because it just just keeps untangling, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my gosh, this is just you know on this when you really think back to like the beginning of that game and the in the story and everything, it it 
it was still interesting, but it it felt very uh, simple in a way. And <laughs> like, like man, it's just it's pretty pretty yes, crazy simple. how it how getting it shot by your dad. Simple, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just it's pretty crazy how it how it's unfolded so far, and I can see now why uh, why this series is loved. Yeah, but I, I just too I love just the t- completely goofy shit in this game, and some of these enemies like I fought these guys they were called like show boards or whatever where oh, they just yeah. wore the uh-huh. boards on them. <laughs> have you find any so found any garbage men? Uh no, I don't okay. think I have yet. Okay. Actually, I need to I need to find a garbage man, but or or like just the the different like the kung fu wrestling guys mm-hmm. and the uh, just so much like just goofy stuff like it's kind of just like whatever goofiness you can think of like it's probably in there somewhere yeah and yeah it's just it's a really fun game yeah so yeah that's pretty much all i've been yeah. been playing you thinking about like maybe after that one trying out a judgment or a yakuza Maybe, yeah. Like, I, I think I want to play more of the Yakuza games. Um, I'm also thinking of trying a couple, playing a different couple uh, RPGs. Like, mm. I want to hop into Near Replicant. I want to hop into the Mass Effect trilogy. Um, and uh, Pillars of Eternity is one that's always on my mind. So, mm. And I downloaded, like, Fallout New Vegas I've never played. Oh, so, you've never played Fallout New Vegas. No, okay. I've never All played. Right. Fallout 4 is the only one I've completed. Wow. Uh, or completely, like, main story and, like, really dove into. I I played a solid chunk of Fallout 3, but just kind of, I don't really know what happened, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Why I didn't, like, keep going and finish the story or anything like that. So... Yes, I want to play more Yakuza games, maybe Judgment, but I think once I'm done with this game, I'm going to fill it with something else that might be kind of big. Okay. Big RPGs, because there's a number of them I want to play. So, but but I mean, it is enticing having that, having Series S, just seeing them all there on Game Pass. It's like, wow. Yeah. It's just so cool. Yeah. That all of them are there. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Well, Tyler, I think we should just get into the news because again, I don't I just don't have anything to talk about. I'm just Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. I don't blame you. You were supposed to have a bunch of exciting new stuff yeah. to play this week and I I was supposed to have over. some cool shit and I don't have cool shit. Someone else has my cool shit. Right. Yeah. Uh it, it's I think what what's also super frustrating about your situation too is like okay you know maybe you get something resolved you get your money back whatever mm-hmm. but it's not like then you can take that and go go to the store and buy another PlayStation 5 like you know it's such a pain in the ass to find any of these consoles that you know now it's like you got to start over again yeah, you know, it's just it sucks. Yeah, it totally sucks. I feel bad for you. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'll get to the bottom of that. Hopefully mm-hmm. within the week. Hopefully within the week, I'll know if I have that other job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe you know everything will happen again on the same day like it was supposed to. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Uh, speaking of buying things, Sony has bought a couple of studios. 
Um, first of which, er- everyone here should know, Heart- Housemark, uh, most recently making Returnal, has joined the PlayStation family of studios. Housemark, of course, made some of my favorite games of last generation. I loved Rezogun. Uh, I mean... We played a lot of Dead Nation together. I think that was pretty rad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just generally like their style of video games. So, yeah. And they... I mean, of course, Returnal was an exclusive. I'm not sure how many how many of their games were exclusive to PlayStation prior to this. I feel like a lot of them. I feel like almost all of them were. Yeah. They did. Um, they did a game with Ubisoft and... They did another one. I forget what it is, but you know, all the all the games you think of uh, when you think of Housemark were all exclusives. Like I don't think any of them came to any other platforms. Mm. Okay, so yeah, so that relationship's been there for a while. So when this news kind of broke that Sony acquired them, it was kind of like, well, yeah. I mean, in a, in a way, like they've already kind of owned them somewhat. Um, and I'm sure this is this is a great move for Housemark, who, you know, after they launched uh, Next Machina and that didn't sell as well, they were like, you know, arcades dead. Then they're trying to make a battle royale, and um, you know that didn't really work out. So I'm sure the financial security of that studio is um, a big piece of them selling to Sony. Um, and I just think with like Returnal. You know, it wasn't really my type of game, but Housemark really did transform themselves in a way to more of a triple A team, you know, with with Returnal. So, you know, who knows where where it'll go from here, but you know, I think they fit into uh Sony's Sony's overall team pretty well. Also makes me think though that I highly doubt we'll ever really see anything small like a Resogun or anything like that from them ever again. Yeah. Uh, the only way I could see it is, um, you know, like Ghost of Tsushima that we'll talk about later is getting like an expansion or, you know, uh, some of the, so a lot of Sony games seem to be getting expansion. Like, I wonder if they would launch their big game and then be like, here's this Retro Gun 2 little game that's you know what they do? $10 or something. I don't know. You know what they do to try to get somewhat back into that, though, Tyler? Something that what? I would be excited for is... Do a Rezogun-like game, but tie it into Ratchet and Clank. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Because they've, they've historically had, like, ship combat yeah. kind of stuff, which was never the highlight of those games, but yeah. I feel like yeah. you hand that to Housemark. That'd be neat. They could, they could make something that that runs pretty nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is neat, for sure. Or it could be neat. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think it's a cool, cool thing, and... Um, you know, Herman Hulse was talking about how they really only purchase studios that they know, which is some interesting wording, um, mm. as you know, they've known Housemark for a long time. They knew Insomniac for a long time. They, um, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about it, but Blue Point Games, they've worked with them pretty, pretty well for a long time. So it makes me wonder, like, with that wording, who exactly would Sony still maybe be looking at buying mm. um, to add to their team, you know, because, you know, Microsoft just went out and bought Bethesda and bought a bunch of other studios. But I, I, I do think that that was 
a necessary purchase for Microsoft to make because they needed IP and they needed a lot more studios uh, to compete with Sony. Whereas Sony doesn't, you know, they they have really really good, um, you know, IPs and all that stuff that they've kind of cultivated on their own. So just kind of adding pieces here and there, I think, can still make them pretty pretty competitive. Plus, they're doing some of these other deals with like, you know, Haven Studios and Firewalker to do like exclusive like second party sort of stuff. So I don't know who who would really be left in terms of like studios that they know really well and they've mm. worked with. Perhaps FromSoft. Yeah, I've I've seen that floated around, and I think that would be a huge purchase. It mm-hmm. would piss a lot of people yeah, off. Yeah, it would, absolutely. And I don't know if From Software would be willing to do it, but, you know, that would be a big studio to get because, you know, their, their games are beloved, and, um, you know, I think they fit really well with PlayStation's third-person action titles. Yes, you know? yeah. But but more distinct, you know, they're their own flavor. That'd be cool. I mean, the one that comes to mind that is not going to happen, but obviously Square Enix, Sony works with a lot, but Sony's not good. They can't afford Square Enix, and they're, and they're not going to do that. But, you know, when, when Herman Hulse says that, I'm like, oh, Square Enix, because they do yes. a lot of stuff with Square Enix. So, but that's not going to happen. No, no, just not possible. Yeah, Sony's not Microsoft where they could spell, spend $7.5 billion and make that double mm-hmm. the same quarter, you know what I mean? It's not going to happen. Yeah. But it's cool. Well, I mean, what do you think next for Housemark? Oh, man, I don't know. I See, I haven't played Returnal. It's hard for me to tell like mm-hmm. if that's the direction they should be going. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they take... Because the gameplay of Returnal is like fucking top notch. I mean, it's it's so good, and I wonder if they take that the 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 things that they learn from Returnal and maybe do a more I'm trying to think how to put it more straightforward game. Maybe um, I, I don't know. Maybe an open world game or something. I, I don't know because I think they can kind of take a lot of that and really hopefully expand it but you know one thing that that is unique about Returnal is that it's it is a roguelike game you know mm-hmm. it's not like this linear adventure um so I don't know it'll be really interesting to see whatever they come up with next cool cool well uh that's not the only thing uh Sony has been buying Sony PlayStation has this plan to put a lot of their first-party games on PC, and to help them do that, they've decided to go out and purchase a studio who specializes in such projects, uh, Nix's, a Dutch studio. Um, but yeah, I mean, this makes complete sense when you think about their plans. Oh, yeah. I'm not necessarily familiar with a lot of their work. I, I didn't play a lot of these games on PC that it mentions here, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it is what you needed to do. Right. Yeah, I mean, this this team's done a lot of porting work to PC and um, just work on a lot of other games. So bringing that expertise in, in-house in makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I'm sure what, what I found interesting about this purchase is that um, Herman Holst basically announced that on Twitter. And 
if you go to the PlayStation blog or anything like that, it's not on there. Mm. Um, and I get it's not like a glamorous purchase, and I'm sure they will work on PlayStation games, but who knows? But um, I just found that interesting because we know how upset the hardcore PlayStation fan base gets about their exclusive games going to PC. And Prime here, here's River. a studio that is probably going to do that work. And it makes a lot of sense, too. Like, why why have your first-party teams do that port work when you could get your own team to, you know, work on that stuff and, you know, make that money off, off of re-releasing the game and everything? I don't know. Yeah. It, it makes a lot of sense to me, but I know uh, a lot of people probably won't be happy about it, but fuck them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's, what we, that's what we say here. Uh, hardcore fans, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Any hardcore PSP fans out there are going to find it uh, a little bit more difficult to buy their PSP games on the PlayStation Network. Um, the PSP store closes officially... Uh, next week, and uh, you can still buy those games, though. Uh, the PS3 and Vita store are still going to be up, and they will still be selling PSP games there. Um, I guess what this means is that you cannot buy and download games if you still own a PSP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love to know how many PSP games they sell in a year. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm. it, so, yeah. I... I don't think this is a big deal only because you can buy them on PS3 and Vita. Yeah, you know, there's still there. there's it's... still ways to get them. You know, you could probably go get physical um, UMDs too, I'm sure, for a lot of games. So, Or if you want to go the less than legal route, there are things you can do to your PSP to be able to uh, download games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The PSP is a wonderful Game Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it is. So, yeah, I mean, the PSP is so fucking old at this point that I think it launched like 2004 or something like that. Like, this, it's going to happen. It's going to happen, you know, more and more probably. But as long as they preserve a way for you to still purchase them and doing that through the Vita and PS3 stores makes sense. I, I, you know, I'm just kind of speculating here, but I'd be shocked if someone had a, well, let me be wrong, but if someone had a PSP but never had a PS3 or a Vita, but because of the whole emulation thing, I could see someone maybe just picking up a PSP so they could play a bunch of fucking Nintendo games on it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, we'll see. All right. Um, I guess it didn't fucking go in here when my computer's being stupid, but it is totally probably going to happen that Sony also bought Bluepoint Games. Yes, there was an image that leaked alongside their acquisition of Housemark. Correct. Yeah, and it came from PlayStation Japan on Twitter, and it was basically the same image as Housemark, but it had Bluepoint Games logo, and they replaced um, uh, the... I forget her name, but the main character from Returnal in that slide with, uh, like, the dude on the cover of Demon Souls. Mm. So that someone doing that work is very deliberate. Yes. Like, no one's going to just make that to make it. It coming from PlayStation Japan also says something to, you know, someone uploaded the wrong fucking image and yeah. probably got smacked. 
Um, but that that partnership too makes a lot of sense. Yes, and there's a lot of really really cool titles I think that Sony has, even amongst like you know just their first party like IP basically that uh, having a studio like Blue Point that remakes games in such a high quality way to basically make them new again. You know, there's a lot of cool stuff I think they could do there with a lot of different things. I know there are big rumors that they're remaking Metal Gear Solid, which could be neat. I just would wonder about Konami's involvement in that and how yeah. that happens. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that could be cool. So, yeah, I, I imagine that will probably happen very soon. Yeah. The official... I wonder what the, what they announce it with, like if it is Metal Gear. Yeah, I don't know. That, mm. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, it still might. I, I I don't know how if they have multiple studios or anything, but it still might be a while, I guess, till we get a new Blue Point project since they just launched Demon Souls. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Um. Let's see what what we got here. Okay, so. The reason I put this in here isn't necessarily because I'm excited for it. It's just that I want to shame the culture. Uh, Gozo Tsushima Director's Cut is coming out. And I would like to say, fuck you, Zack Snyder. You open the door. (laughs) Now everyone's going to have a director's cut across all media. Yeah. I mean, director's cuts have been a thing. Um, But they've been... They're becoming more of a thing. Yes. I'll say that. Um, but they have happened before in, you know, movies and stuff. But, yeah, because we're getting a Ghost of Tsushima director's cut. We're getting a Death Stranding director's cut, all that stuff. But at least Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding, they're not, like, completely retelling the stories in the director's cut like a like a Snyder cut did. Um, you know, anything like that. But... Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut coming to PS5 and PS4 August 20th. Um, that whole Ikishima expansion that we talked about last week that was rumored, that's basically in here. So you're going to go to island mm. to the island of Iki. Uh, and so it's a whole new story expansion. Who knows how big it is. They didn't really show a lot of it in the, in the trailer. Um for this but then you know a lot of other upgrades are coming to the game 4k 60 frames haptic feedback 3d audio um they're saying that they fix a lot of the lip syncs for um japanese audio so uh, i haven't seen it but apparently in the ps4 version it's really bad yeah yeah Uh, it was very very (laughs) bad so yeah, kind of a shame that I guess you have to pay to get that if you wanted to. Because, uh, so if you own Ghost of Tsushima on PS4, you can pre-order the upgrade for the director's cut on PS4 for $20. Then, if you get that upgrade on PS4, you can pay $10 to upgrade to it on PS5. Um or I guess you can just upgrade directly to PS5 for $30. Or if you've never played the game, you can buy it on PS4 for $60 or PS5 for 
Okay. All That's right. the whole whole thing. Your save does transfer over, they said, too. Um, so I guess you could pop another platinum if you wanted to. Um, if you care about such things. <laughs> if you do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, and apparently, like, this DLC takes place in, like, Act 2 of the story. So I guess they're saying, like, there's ways if you wanted to just hop into that, you could just do that. Mm. Um, so, yeah. You, you, you're not interested in this at all? or No, I'm not itching to go back. Um, I had my time with it. I want... Hmm. I want my PS5, and I want to play Demon Souls if I want to play a <laughs> third-person act character action game, kind of, mm. yeah, kind of thing. Right. Um. Yeah, that's what I want. I just want to play Demon Souls. Right. Yeah. I mean, I do have some Dark Souls games I could play. I do yeah, have. Yeah, but you want to play this shiny new one? I do. You know, I do. I really do. <laughs> I want to play it. I want to play the shiny new one, and I don't want to wait until a PC port of the shiny new one. Mm. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in this. Um, I don't. I might not hop on it right away. We'll see. But um, I liked Ghost of Tsushima, and um, I think the more we get away from it, the more I I like that game. I think it's just it is really interesting. Uh, yeah, it has its flaws, absolutely. But I could go for more of it, and hopefully the expansion is. Um, not super duper short or anything like that too. Hopefully it's it's decent sized at least. Get a couple more hours out of the game. So and man, I mean the, the loading times on PS4 were already awesome for this game. I just uh, the the loading has to be like literally non-existent on a PS5. Like you die and then you're instantly back because it basically that's what it almost was like on PS4. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see that sort of stuff. But then this game running in like native 4K at 60 is going to be going to be a treat in a way. Like I'm kind of jealous of someone who might not have played this game that gets a PS5 and could just play this version because you know it's going to be a probably pretty good experience there. Yeah, I imagine so. that game looks really nice with ray tracing. Yeah, especially oh with gosh. all like, their use of color. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's probably going to be amazing with that stuff mm. so all right yeah uh it seems that nether realm has moved on from mortal kombat 11 uh moving on to their next game they did not say what that next game is though uh we'll see we'll see if it's another mortal kombat but i think it's another injustice yeah I I can see that too. They seem to be going back and forth with those or maybe two. Maybe something entirely new. Yeah, I would like Who to knows? see something new from Nether Realm. Who knows? It seems that people want to um, kind of make this uh, whole rumor of them working on a Marvel game happen. That'd be sweet. I don't see that happening because of who they're owned by. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I just don't see that happening at all. Um, but yeah, I I think it'd be injustice, yeah. and it's it's interesting that they supported this game for two years. I mean, this game sold incredibly well, which probably played into that. And then, you know, I'm sure, work from home kind of fuck fuck things up a little bit on their scheduling, um, just because it seemed like every two years NetherRealm was launching a new game between Mortal Kombat and Injustice. So, 
it still might be a while until we get a new another round game but yeah yeah it's cool and it makes sense that they did a lot of stuff with Mortal Kombat 11 alrighty um let's see do we want to talk about EA next we have we have an EA block we could do yeah let's do it uh so EA has their events EA Play Live um couple of broadcasts throughout July. Um, I guess we should read those times. Uh, July 8th at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, called The Future of First-Person Shooters. Uh, Take that as you will. We'll see what that means. Maybe this is where, mm, who knows, because we, we know there are rumors around EA reviving. Yeah. Apparently this is going to kind of focus on Battlefield 2042, obviously, but then Apex Legends and stuff, yes. too. Like, Finn Sampel is supposed to be there. Um, so, who knows? Yeah. But, yeah, it'd be sweet. They announced the Titanfall, but it, that, they wouldn't do it here. Good. That'd be a DA play, but that's not going to happen either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then there's another stream on July 13th at the same time, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, independent Studios. They're indie games. They... Who, who, what, what does Joseph Forrest have this time? <laughs> who knows? It takes three. The DLC for it takes two. Holy fuck! If he makes a, a three-player game. Oh wow, that'd be cool. <laughs> that just opens the doors. Um, yeah. And then July nineteenth, it's Sports Day. This one's at four p.m. Pacific, seven p.m. Eastern. It, it's sports. Come on. EA Sports is in the game. Yeah, like uh, specifically Madden 22. Yes. Is is the specific one. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, July 20th, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, will also be EA Sports. Yeah. But then there's maybe something else. Maybe. Maybe something... Hmm. Let's see. Okay. So... A new addition to an extremely popular and long-running EA Sports franchise. What could that mean? What could that mean? Hmm. I didn't see that, yeah. I don't know what that could be. Uh, Like, yeah, would it be... Is he? Because I I forget, there's so much going around with it, but is EA getting back in the golf business? I thought... They were, and, like, I know 2K... That wouldn't be their last thing. No, or, like, I'm also thinking, like, NBA Live that they had, but that kind of failed. You know, would they try that again? I don't know. They said they were going to try it again, though, at some point. They did, yeah, they did. So, maybe, maybe that. I'm just trying to think, because any of their more... I'd be shocked if they did any of those like arcadey sort of games that they used to have coming out of EA Sports and EA Big and stuff. So I don't know. Hmm. It could be interesting. I I wonder too, like with any of this, you know, I, I'm curious now that EA owns Codemasters. Like, do, does something like F1, which comes out in like two weeks? I'm very excited. Um, does that get moved under the EA Sports brand? You know, I, I don't know. Do like, they, 
EA Sports used to do NASCAR games. They did. Yeah, they did. Do they do NASCAR games again? Nah, I don't think so because I think that whoever the fuck makes those NASCAR Heat games is, I think, the one making that. I mm. think NASCAR kind of controls that license anymore. But, you know, does something like that get moved under the EA Sports? And also just how much Codemaster is going to be here, too. Mm. You know, what's Codemasters got in development? Because they just launched Dirt 5. They got F1 21 coming out. Um, I don't know what else they, they would really have Okay. on the Codemasters right. end. But then, yeah, July 22nd, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern is uh, EA Play Live. They said oh, it's yeah. going to be 40 minutes long. Ooh. Um, gonna, ooh. And it's hosted by WWE superstar Austin Creed. Yep. Okay. Yep. They aren't doing a wrestling game. No. <laughs> EA is not doing a wrestling no, game. No, definitely not. They they did say that, and some of these things are pretty obvious, I think. Battlefield 2042, Apex Legends is going to be there. Lost in Random, which I think is another EA original, smaller title. And then um, some other things. And the whole Dead Space rumors are getting stronger and stronger. Mm. Um, like, apparently... Dead Space, uh, it's like their YouTube channel or Twitter or something, one of them, uh, they changed their profile picture to something more like just generic for Dead Space for the first time in 10 years. Hmm. Okay. So, and then there, there's a couple other things that have kind of come out too um, about that. And apparently that's going to be like a full on like, like Resident Evil, modern Resident Evil style, like remaking. Okay. So... Or reboot, I don't know. But that's bound to happen. So who knows? Cool. It'd be cool. cool. It'd be cool too if they did like a collection of those games on modern hardware, like a Mass Effect trilogy sort of thing. Because I don't think you can play any of those games on modern PlayStation hardware. No, you can. They're all on PS3. So we'll see. I mean, also too with EA Play, they said that. Um, no Dragon Age 4 or Mass Effect. Yes. At this show. Uh, they did release more concept art for Dragon Age 4. I'm like, okay, this stuff looks cool. Mm -hmm. Show me this mm -hmm. fucking game. God damn it. So I saw this. I'm like, okay, Mass Effect makes a ton of sense. That game's very far away. But man, man, stop teasing me on Dragon Age 4. I want to see this game. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know, like, the title of it, you know? Like... Is it called Dragon Age 4? Is it called Dragon Age calling something else? I, like, give me something cool. And, yeah, because Bioware's just keeping their head down. They are doing something new for Star Wars, the Old Republic, new expansion for that, but that's okay. a little bit of a bummer, new Dragon Age. Yeah. All right. But I, uh, guess, I guess it is better, though, them outright saying we're not going to be there than to get another EA yes nonsense teaser yes from from the game from the studio I just kind of waste everybody's time so yeah uh, a former Bi Bioware man has some news to share uh, Casey Hudson has a new video game studio it's called Humanoid Studios I don't know what kind of game they're going to make <laughs> Yeah. And I don't know when we'll see that game. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean he I guess he still has ideas. Yeah. And 
he's been in the major AAA space for a long time, obviously. He mm-hmm. Shepherded Mass Effect, Anthem, all that stuff. He worked uh, on the Microsoft end, too. So I think it makes a lot of sense of him still wanting to make games, but on the smaller end and run his own studio and get away from Bioware because, mm. you know, Bioware is a little bit of a train wreck, unfortunately. Um, but hopefully they're turning that ship uh, with drag- new Dragon Age and everything like that. But, um, yeah, I don't think there's really much to this other than he started a new studio and I'm sure he's looking to hire people and, you know, I don't even think they have a logo or anything like no. that yet. So. No. There's not a lot to it, but curious to see what Maybe he... Maybe hire uh, a graphic designer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see what he does. You know, he's a he's a pretty, you know, big name in the industry, at least creatively, and so I'm curious to see what uh, what he does. Curious, too, if um, any major uh, publisher wants to try to go after him in terms of, you know, just partnering... Um, for their game not maybe like buying their studio or anything like that just you know saying that this you know humanoids first game is going to be exclusive to playstation or whatever like Mm. that i don't know curious to see if any of that stuff happens but okay we'll see uh i guess speaking of people creating a new 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 studios for video game people who left a company and started another thing uh (laughs) dan hauser um Formerly of Rock, well, I mean, co-founder of Rockstar, kind of yeah. left, uh, and is doing a new thing. Well, has a new company. I'm not sure how much he actually does, but because he, wh- what was he like, creative director or something like that? Or yeah, I mean, just he do- was like, yeah, I, I, it was something along those lines. Like he was one of the big wigs over there, and yeah. you know, really. Uh, I guess was one of the guys to really shape the vision of like Red Dead Redemption Two, the first Red Dead Redemption. One of the guys who like stuck that. around the office to pressure other people into staying. Yeah, more. yeah, yeah. He's the one that he <laughs> said that he was working like a hundred hour days. I don't know. And and thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, he, hopefully he, uh, at his new studios, no one's going to work a hundred hour days. No, that's the standard. That's why he left to create a new studio. Yeah, that's true. Because Rockstar was like, "Hey, we gotta, we gotta change some of the stuff." He's like, "This nah, looks bad." I'm out. I'm out. You know, if you can't work more than sixty hours, you're not working at my studio. Mm. Get out of here. If you don't live at work, <laughs> yeah, you don't work here. <laughs> right. Yeah, we give you a mattress for free. It's a bonus mm. for signing on. Yes. <laughs> But that mattress only stays in your office, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently the studio is called Absurd Ventures in Games, which is weird. Okay, <laughs> that's a bad name. Um, but yeah, once again, not a lot to this as well, because I think he's just kind of started it over, over the past few weeks. And um, yeah, so we'll see what happens with, with this studio as well. And where that goes and the size of whatever he makes. Once again, if anyone wants to, like, partner with him, you know, the guy that made, uh, you know, developed Grand Theft Auto and uh, Red Dead Redemption is pretty good to throw on a trailer on one of your big stages, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. 
All right. Um, it's another week and another rumor about Silent Hill. Um, and it's it. Hmm. This is a rumor that happened before the previous rumor, and yes. is now returning again. There is a rumor that Konami is teaming up with Bloober Team, most recently releasing Medium, but also uh, studio behind Layers of Fear. Um, apparently, they are going to cooperate on a Silent Hill-related project. And that's all we know. Yeah, they're calling this a strategic partnership. Um, but I don't think they outright said that it's Silent Hill related, but mm. that is that is the major rumor. Yes. That they are doing something Silent Hill related. And why else would they really go after Bloober Team? You know, Bloober Team makes horror games. Yeah. It's what they do. So, you know, it it would be weird if they did anything else. Yeah, and but the other thing is Konami has previously stated that the next Silent Hill game has been uh given to an given to a Japanese studio yeah, right. and Bloober Team is Polish. Right. So, right. There's a, there's some distance there. <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah, I'm curious I I'm really curious what this what this means really mm-hmm. because Is Konami wanting to make multiple Silent Hill games? Perhaps. And really bring that franchise back, you know, in a big way? Maybe the next Silent Hill game is a Japanese studio, but Bloober Team might be on a remake. Hmm. Could be neat. Because Konami's sitting there and is like, hmm, these Resident Evil remakes. Mm. Huh. Let's get in on that. And uh, then they remake the Silent Hill games. And I wonder, like, I mean, I would like to play a modern reinvention of Silent Hill that doesn't control like PS1 games controlled back then. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, Definitely. Yeah, I mean, that that could be a really cool thing, huh? honestly. We'll see where this goes. And the thing is with Bloober Team is, like, sound like a dick but they're not like an amazing studio no you know layers of fear and the medium had success but it's not like they were like the greatest fucking horror games ever made or anything like that you know yeah, they were so, solid like seven and eights you know what i mean yeah layers of fear benefited from not a lot of actually like straight horror games being out at the time mm-hmm. uh and it's uh, and like twitch youtubers yeah, you know, and the medium, like that from what I hear, did not do very well. Right, uh, right. So, kind of an interesting pick, I guess, for Konami. But you know, maybe this is what Bluebird team needs. I guess maybe take them to the next level. Maybe we need a control multiplayer spinoff. <laughs> I mean, this is not what I want, but maybe. I don't know. Maybe they could do something with this. Um, it's weird. It's called Project Condor. It's yeah. I don't know what the, how you make a multiplayer game out of uh, Control. I, I I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm. 
I'm curious how this works too. Um, Cause like the gameplay of control was really good. Probably the best part about it. Potentially one could argue. And how do you make that a multiplayer game? You know, what, what, what is this multiplayer game? Is it, is it story based? Are you living in the control world? Is it a, a cooperative thing? I don't know if they really said, but still, it, it's hard for me to imagine a uh, control multiplayer game. Yeah, you know? because I think in <laughs> essence, like control is very much. I mean, it it plays kind of like a superhero game. Yeah, and you don't see very many multiplayer superhero games that are actually good. Sorry, Marvel's Avengers. Uh, I'm sorry, I had to take that dig. Uh, But yeah, you don't really see that many multiplayer superhero games because the point of those games is that you're the one who's powerful and, like, maybe if it's a cooperative thing that could work, but even then, like, making those powers work together and how do you differentiate all these things? Are there, like, character classes or something like that? Mm -hmm. Is it, because this trend's kind of been happening, is it a... Left for Dead sort of like cooperative game, mm. four player sort of thing, with classes, things like that. Like you're saying, I don't know. Could be interesting. Hopefully, it just runs runs good. Because if you you know <laughs> Control didn't run the greatest on a base PlayStation Four, that was just one player. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know we need four player, but they are also going to be making another, basically a sequel to Control as well. Like this is a big deal struck with uh remedy and 505 plus remedy is also doing that crossfire x single player for microsoft they're doing uh and i believe they are also doing a new ip for epic games so remedy's got a lot of irons in the fire yes yes they do um It'll also be interesting because Remedy's not really a multiplayer studio at all. I don't know no, if they've really ever no, done aren't. a multiplayer game that I can think of. You know, they've done Quantum Break, Quantum Break Alan Wake, Max Payne, but yeah, none, none of them are multiplayer games. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe the, maybe trying something new is something they just want to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they wouldn't be announcing a multiplayer game if they didn't have a pretty solid idea of what it's going to be. Alrighty, uh, quick hitter before we get into the PS Plus games. The next-gen update for uh, Doom Eternal is available. Um, we have some performance stats here, Tyler. Uh, performance mode, you get that 1584p at 120 <laughs> FPS. I do not... I have never seen that aspect. That that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've never seen that either. Uh, balanced mode, 2160p at 60fps, and ray tracing mode at 1800p, 60fps. Yeah. Pretty pretty similar between the Series X and the PS5 versions in this breakdown, but the performance mode on Series X, you get that 1800p, 120 frames, instead of the 1584p (laughs) on a PS5. So, but yeah, this this is cool, and yeah, I think it's uh, it's a free free upgrade for everybody too. Yes, it is. It's also on Game Pass. Uh. Yeah, yeah, and 
I would almost be curious to download this just to play it. Did um, you did you play Doom Eternal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I like Doom Eternal. I just didn't like as much as uh, the first game. Okay. But it still was very fun to play. I mean, it's Doom. Yeah. It's I, fun I just to didn't remember if you it. finished it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because those fucking la- that last boss fight fucking trash. Oh yeah. Trash. It, it was way too much. It was not not fun. Uh, that that whole last sort of area where you were kind of platforming around pretty oh. decently to like. That was really frustrating. I don't need to remember Doom Eternal like this. I Yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Oh, all righty. Uh, last on the list of things to cover here, we have July's PlayStation Plus games. Um, Man, there, there's Not a the Plague Tale Innocence, which uh-huh. is, I will say, the highlight here. And then they give you an old Call of Duty. They're giving you Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Who the yeah. fuck's playing that? I know, seriously. For any reason. The multiplayer. Just play Modern Warfare multiplayer if you want modern guns and shit. Yep. Battle Royale. Hey, play Warzone. Yep. What the fuck are they doing? And there's no campaign in there's that no, game either. There is no campaign, <laughs> yes. Right, so yeah, not a not a great month at all. Because also, then, yes, WWE the, 2K Battlegrounds is not a good game filth. at all. Just absolute filth. Yes, they're trying to just put this on. I wouldn't be surprised if Vince McMahon is trying to mine crypto on your PS4. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. I mean, a Plague Tale Innocence is getting the whole PS5 version. That is re- that is cool. I'm absolutely going to dive into that game. Yes. With this version of it, so that is cool. But the other two games, like if you're a PS4 player only right now, they just shat on your they, chest. Yeah, they literally shat on your chest. That it that just sucks. Um, because yeah, I didn't really like Black Ops Four. It, it's it's multiplayer wasn't. It didn't stick with me like Black Ops, literally one, two, and three <laughs> did. And then, yeah, no one's playing that Battle Royale. So, really, like, what do you... You're not getting anything with that game, really. It's just not not a good one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's actually this week, July 6th. Um, yeah. And, yeah, that's the, that's the news. That's, that's everything got to cover. Yep. Um, man, yeah. Big week, I'm gonna, news-wise. I, yeah. But, yeah. Good. I really just, I'm just itching. You know, that UPS over on Centerville's open today. Maybe I just stroll over there. Yeah, maybe, maybe you do it today. I know the truck leaves from the Enterprise Road mm-hmm. uh, one. Yeah. So that's that. That's a facility that will probably know what's up. Yeah. I doubt, like, some customer store out there knows right. anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would absolutely keep doing what you can to track that down because... That just sucks. I, at the very least, need a refund for that because... 100%. 100%. That's just a lot of money. And yeah. you did not get what you bought. You know? You <laughs> got stolen. That's It's fucked up. Yeah. It should have... Mm. Have you tried calling, like, Ann online or anything? I mean, uh, I don't know how much at that point they could really do, but, you know, have you tried calling them? I haven't tried calling them yet. Yeah. Maybe that's another thing I do Tuesday morning. Yeah. Because it is a three-day weekend here in the mm. United States. Um, yeah. Whatever you feel about Independence Day, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, 
we're gonna it, it's been a hot week it's cooled down this weekend i enjoy that uh yeah. it, you're no longer scorching here um our condolences to everyone else in the heat dome Ooh. as they call it that sounds yes. ridiculous I saw an image today where in California it was like Palm Springs was like 119 degrees, but then San Francisco was 60. I'm like, how's that even make sense? There has got to be some sort of weather machine in San yeah. Francisco because it is always between 50 and 80 degrees there. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It just sucks though. All that, all the heat, and it's been yeah. Global warming. It's not real, <laughs> you know. Not not real at all. <laughs> just sucks. I mean, it's just natural for the heat records of various places to just be broken day after day mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> for a week. Yeah. It's natural for a place like Texas to get uh, an asinine amount of snow. You know? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's normal for, well, I guess it does happen once in a while, for Maryland to get tornadoes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> right, yeah, that's weird, too. Uh, well, yeah, hopefully uh, next time you're here on Tuesday, I'm getting a, a mini-split system installed. So, basically, basically like an air conditioner. Yeah. Or not, or not necessarily central air, but almost like that. So, basically the system sits outside then there's going to be these two big sort of we call them like heads sort of thing one mounted over there and one mounted upstairs so that way we don't need window units and all that stuff so it's been like a it's been a multiple month process but i think we we met with the guys that are going to install it like almost two months ago just with the um way uh materials and equipment for anything really in this in this world country everything's just all fucked up mm. everything's back ordered and it's, just, it's nuts yeah so looking forward to that oh yeah. also i'm kind of looking forward to that f1 race tomorrow yeah you know let's go lando yeah <laughs> I, I think the starting grid is what makes that exciting because going into it i was like i feel like it's going to be more of the same but that qualifying was pretty interesting, and dude, I was pulling so hard for Lando to get the pole, man. When when he, uh, you know, Verstappen was first, and he wasn't really improving on this last lap, and but Lando had like a purple first sector. Yeah, I was like, let's fucking go, man! But so close, so close. George Russell awesome. ninth. I know. That was that was great to see too. We might see George get points yeah. for Williams if. The Williams can make it through the race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This could be a huge race potentially for Red Bull as well because you know both Perez ahead, yeah. is ahead as well, both Hamilton and and Valtteri. So yeah, I don't know. Could could be an interesting race. I also during qualifying felt completely bad for Fernando Alonso getting completely fucked. Um, could just by with cars how they like kind of queue up. For qualifying, he got fucking smacked. That sucked for him. Yeah, just completely ruined his lap because in in um, Q two he had a really great lap. So and he's fourteenth or some shit. I forget what where he qualified. <laughs> yeah, yeah, could be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna watch some racing. I'm gonna, I I I got me a steak. I'm gonna. Mm. A, 
nice little ribeye. Cook that out. And yeah, there you go. Got some steak fries to go with it. Steak fries are good. I like a nice and thick cut fry. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Me well, too. we're going to go and uh, do our weekend things, and we'll be back next week, hopefully with... Hopefully I can come back with some positive news mm-hmm. or perhaps I will uh I'll just become the Joker. And uh oh. 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 become fully Jokerfied. Oh shit. And uh maybe be in jail. no. <laughs> uh if you all have questions for us or advice for me for getting it out just tearing into these assholes who don't know where my package is or Claim to know where my package is, but they fucking lied. Um, yeah. You send those emails to us. Just send them all to us. If you have bad UPS experiences, just send those emails to us, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, that email address is, of course, PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. You can also find us on Twitter at PS Report Podcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. And until next week, be good to each other. Play your video games and Young Master.